0: We have one remaining with the individual, and he's not going to let leave the aircraft at this time. He made me feel very sure that uh, we had a very real and horrifying threat. We don't know who he was, where he came from, or where he went. Hi, folks. I wanted to talk today about Cooper's eyes and why we really can't trust the eyes that we see in the sketches. Cooper's eyes actually don't show up until the third sketch that the FBI created, the infamous sketch that most people like to call the Bean Crosby sketch. However, the first two sketches didn't exhibit Cooper's eyes, but simply portrayed him wearing his sunglasses. This first sketch was created by an unknown FBI agent at the Las Vegas office at some point in the early morning hours of November 25th, the morning after the hijacking. It was drawn without witness assistance and appeared to have been created strictly from Tina Mucklow's written description. This sketch was never released publicly and really appears to be more of a template upon which adjustments could be made at a later time. The second sketch, which is probably the most iconic Cooper-likeness, was created by the FBI's top sketch artist, a man named Roy Rose. The FBI flew Rose out to Minneapolis, which was where Northwest Airlines was headquartered, so that he could create this sketch with the in-person assistance of the three stewardesses. A couple of days after this sketch was released to the public, the Bureau Chiefs really wanted a sketch that showed the hijacker's eyes. However, this project hit a roadblock when it was revealed that Florence Schaffner, the only stewardess who saw Cooper's eyes, couldn't remember what his eyes even looked like. The only thing that she could definitely recall was eye color, which she claimed was brown. More on eye color later. Realizing that the stewardesses were going to be of no help, A directive was sent out to the agents in Seattle and Portland to interview the other witnesses and ask them if they ever saw Cooper's eyes. Among these other witnesses, three claimed to have seen Cooper's eyes. The first of these was Hal Williams, the gate agent who took Cooper's boarding pass. It's unknown how long he actually got to look at Cooper, but he felt that Cooper definitely stood out. He said Cooper was standing off at the side by himself and not really interacting with the other passengers at the boarding gate. He said the other passengers were mostly standing together and sharing a laugh about how they were going to have to walk to the plane in the rain instead of using a jetway. Being unable to use the jetway thanks to some construction work that was going on, the passengers of Flight 305 had to walk down some stairs and then go out onto the tarmac and board the plane up the rear stairs. The very same rear stairs that would soon become infamous. As for Cooper's eyes, Williams said that Cooper had average eyes of Latin appearance with a sort of disinterested look. Being handed a facial identification catalog by one of the agents, Williams picked out a set of eyes that he felt best suited his memory. Another witness who claimed to see Cooper's eyes was Robert Gregory. He claimed that he got two good looks at Cooper, once when he was putting his coat on while preparing to leave with the other passengers once the plane had landed in Seattle and Cooper was letting them go, and then earlier on the flight when he claimed that he walked past Cooper on his way to the bathroom. Gregory claimed that Cooper happened to have his sunglasses off at that moment. If this was true, then I have to believe that this probably occurred before they left Portland, perhaps during the drink service, as Cooper didn't put the sunglasses on until after he showed Florence Schachner the bomb. So with there being no evidence to suggest that Cooper ever took his sunglasses off once the hijacking began, I do believe that this must have occurred early in the flight. Bill Mitchell, who sat across from Cooper, also selected eyes from the catalog. This catalog is about as elusive as the Ark of the Covenant. You simply cannot find one to purchase online, nor are there many screenshots out there of what was inside of it. But there are a few images out there from this catalog, and luckily for us, one of those pages does show the eyes that Mitchell selected. However, these weren't the eyes that appeared on the infamous Bing Crosby sketch, so either Gregory or Williams' selection was chosen, but we don't know whose. Now, let's fast forward to August 1972, and the FBI have decided to update the sketch. And when they did, they based it largely around a photo that Florence Schaffner selected from the facial identification catalog, labeled KK51. Florence believed that this mugshot looked very much like the hijacker, except that she said his ears didn't stick out so far and his hairline was a little bit lower. So when sketch artist Roy Rose began to create this new sketch, he simply just used the eyes uh, from KK51. Just a straight-up copy-and-paste job. So after learning the origin of where Cooper's eyes came from on both of the main sketches, it's my opinion that the physical feature from the Cooper sketches that we should place the least faith in are his eyes. As it pertains to the eyes of the Bing Crosby sketch, if Florence Schaffner herself couldn't remember what his eyes looked like, then I don't think we can put much faith into what the others said about his eye shape. Then for Composite B, the Cary Grant sketch, We just have a straight-up copy-and-paste job going on. So yeah, I just don't think there's any real reason to trust the accuracy of Cooper's eye shape based on those sketches. The sketches with the sunglasses on look so much cooler anyway, don't they? So maybe we should just stick with using those sketches, shall we? I would like to make a final comment about Cooper's eyes, this time about his eye color. The only witness who ever made a statement about his eye color was Florence Schaffner. Cooper and Schaffner locked eyes on multiple occasions, and she never wavered in her belief that his eyes were brown. The FBI, though, not wanting to lose any leads simply based on eye color, made sure to add a disclaimer onto their official witness description, writing that the hijacker's eyes were possibly brown. And though Flo never wavered about his eye color, one has to consider that the low lighting of the aircraft could manipulate how someone sees eye color. I would never discount a suspect because their eye color was hazel or green or perhaps even blue. We have one suspect, Melvin Wilson, who had blue eyes that were of such a dark variety that his wife claimed that they looked black. So I think we have to be careful not to discount suspects based solely on their eye color. Indeed, the FBI files are positively full of suspects with hazel eyes, green eyes, and blue eyes. So if the FBI didn't dismiss suspects solely because of their eye color, then neither should we. All that said, I still think that brown eyes has to be the gold standard we are looking for when it comes to Cooper suspects. Brown eyes would certainly make the most sense for Cooper, given that his skin tone was universally described by witnesses as olive or dark. Brown eyes and a darker skin tone are certainly complementary features and are generally seen together. On the other hand, I'd be pretty skeptical of a suspect with light blue eyes, because somebody with olive skin and light blue eyes is pretty striking. And so I have to believe that that dramatic of a contrast would have been noted by Flo. So there you have it. I don't think the eyes of the sketches can be trusted very much, and I don't think we can dismiss suspects solely because of their eye color. I will talk to you all again soon.